My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to feel fully alive. Today in the studio is Russell Catania, and we're having a great conversation about three of my favorite words, choose your heart. And quite honestly, it might be the most significant conversation I've had in weeks or months here in this particular episode of Three Words Podcast. Listen in. So here we are yet again in the Three Words Podcast studio. Russell Catania, um, we're going to have a fantastic conversation today. You know how excited I am about these three words. But before that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, nice to see you. And I, yeah, I, I have not seen you like this in a long time, Coach. So I'm a little nervous in the hot seat here. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like you're going to go through the moon here. So I'm, I'm buckled in and I'm ready to go. Um, again, you know, Russell Catania, I'm a you know recurring guest here on the podcast. Uh, life coach and consultant with a company. I have my own business cards. That's how official I am. With DMB right? coaching. How wild is yeah. that? Uh, up here in Toledo, Ohio, finishing medical school. I'm going to be a pediatrician in May. A location undetermined at the time of filming this and uh, married to my beautiful wife and got a couple of fur babies at home. And that's that's basically me in a nutshell. Now, typically <laughs> what I would do at this point in time, Russell, is I would say, why don't you offer us for the viewers and the listeners to hear our three words for today, but you don't get to. Oh, no. Because I am so excited about this episode. I'm going to say the three words because I just am. So here we go. Choose your hard. There it is. You know, it's interesting when I was a younger man and beginning to seek out mentors in my life in college and as a young adult, uh, one of the one of the best words of advice I ever received from one of my mentors was this, that life becomes far less difficult when you simply acknowledge that life is difficult. Not just acknowledge that life is difficult, but accept that life is difficult. And, and Russell, this conversation that we're having right now, I'm just so excited because I've been having this conversation with people all over the country in a variety of seasons and stations of life. Uh, to, with young people, with those who are much, much older even than me, just talking about this idea that life is hard. I mean, that's obviously, you and I would agree, beautiful, sacred, significant, amazing. But every day there's something in my life, there's something in your life, every listener and viewer who is tuned in today, in all of our lives, there's something today that is hard. And there's no getting rid of that. There's no changing that reality. But what we do get to do is choose our heart. Yeah, I really like that. And, you know, I, I just feel that our culture has generated us to kind of trying to be problem solvers and ameliorate all difficulty, right? I, I mean, I think specifically, just one example about kind of how the opioid pain, you know, crisis even started and how it was just our desire to alleviate pain completely that cycled down into this really this catastrophic problem that has affected so many people and families. And and at the root of that problem was just, I'm just trying to, we just need to take away this difficulty completely mm-hmm. as if that is even remotely possible. And and you have touched on what I think it personally is probably the most important thing we've ever said on this podcast hmm. is that this life is all those wonderful things you said and very difficult. Yeah. I think about a previous episode that I did with Dr. Tyler Swans on see pain differently. Hmm. And in many ways, this is a great follow-up to that because pain is oftentimes though painful, our friend. 
hmm. not an adversary to be fought against, but a a friend to be embraced. You know, oftentimes with pain or adversity or affliction of any kind, we want to explain it away. We want to eradicate it. We want to evade it. But what I would suggest is we're educated by it, that we um, embrace it, hmm. that we express the pain that we're going through as opposed to the unhelpful and unfruitful responses to pain, adversity, affliction, or even hard. It's actually Monty Williams, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns. Obviously, you know, I work with a lot of athletes around the country and even here locally on the college campus. And uh, he is best known for this phrase. Everything you want in life is on the other side of hard. Boom. I mean, it's true. I mean, you think about crisis, you think about hardship, you think about the pain that we've gone through. I mean, as we look back on painful situations in our lives, I would presume that all of us, for the most part, would say, you know what? Looking back now, years later, it was a good thing. I grew, I evolved, my perspective changed, I became a better human being. We all kind of know that theoretically. We look back and say, yeah, that was a good thing. The hard relationship, the hard Mm. conversation, the difficult physical challenge, and here we are now, more appreciative for life, more grateful, more mature. And yet, I would presume that anyone listening or viewing today, including you and I sitting here in the <laughs> studio, we're not really hoping that a big, huge crisis lands in our lap today. Yeah. No one's wishing for it. No one's wanting it. And yet, when we're in it, when we embrace it, when we realize this is an opportunity to grow, yes, to grieve, but also to grow and to evolve and to mature Everything takes on a completely different shape and perspective in life. So let me give you some examples. So I'm I'm curious to know your examples, but I'm thinking about the 12 dimensions of life and kind of moving my way around that template as we have conceptualized those here at DMB Coaching and Three Words Podcast. For instance, physical dimension. It is hard to be physically fit. Mm. A lot of work, a lot of discipline, challenge. It is hard to eat healthy, but it's also hard to be unhealthy, to feel out of shape, to feel lethargic, to not be able to sleep well, to deal with gastroesophageal reflux, to have high blood pressure. It's hard to be unhealthy, and it's also hard to be healthy. Hmm. Choose your heart. Right. That's one example that I think about, Dr. Yeah, right. That's right. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think about the financial dimension. Mm. Let's talk about that dimension. Obviously, it is hard to live by a budget. I mean, I hear this all the time. Oh, I could never be on a budget. That sounds too Mm. hard. It's too challenging. I don't like that restriction. But it's also hard to be poor Mm. and it's hard to have no money and it's hard to swipe the debit card one day and realize, ooh, there's nothing there. Both are hard. Right. So you choose your heart. Relational dimension. It's hard to have that really hard, difficult, challenging conversation and to enter into conflict with maybe someone Mm. really close to you but it's also hard to say nothing and to sit there and and ruminate and be frustrated and allow that conflict to burrow deep within you. I mean, I can give hundreds of examples, but you can think about the fact that either thing that we do is hard, but we get to choose. Not every choice in life, but there are so many things we can choose that are the good kind, the healthy kind, the best kind. Of hard. I wanted to interrupt our conversation just for a moment to acknowledge that life is hard. And for those of you who are listening or are viewing this conversation with Russell and are really struggling, I just want you to know I'm sorry. And I would just encourage you to continue to listen to this episode, but maybe also share it with a friend or a close family member 
that you can have a conversation, an honest conversation with at the end of this particular episode. That said, back to our conversation. And I love that. And I, you are really painting a picture with your examples that is it's just right under the first layer of pain as you're talking about all these, you know, you are describing two, you know, kind of two pathways of hard, right? Two outcomes and, and circumstances that are difficult. On one side, though, I'll just go back to your physical, you know, example about being physically fit, right? One of those is a proactive decision that ends in a positive outcome, right? Eating healthy and 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 then being in shape and being physically fit and being the grandpa that can still climb a tree with their grandkids, there right? The converse side of that is a reactive, you know, allowing life to happen to you and your diet to happen to you instead of making concrete choices. And then that often leads to a negative outcome. And so uh, yet again, just this concept that comes up on our podcast so frequently about being proactive instead of reactive is just yet again highlighted in its most extreme form here in this conversation. Because if we choosing is inherently proactive, right? (laughs) Right. So that's beside the point. But ultimately, that proactivity leads to positivity. And I'll let you keep that alliteration for 100% free of charge um, since I'm part of the company, you know? I love that. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for honoring me with your alliteration. That's but, right. You know, I was just last week in a corporate leadership conference. I was facilitating a three-day conference with a corporate client, with a leadership team, in fact. And we were talking about the one common quality among all great leaders and those who actually achieve their dreams at the highest level. I'm not sure if you know what that is. Bring it on. Okay, well, it ties into one of our previous podcast episodes. Also, with Dr. Tyler Swans, the three words were wake up earlier. Mm. That's hard. I I can't tell you, Russell, how many people tell me when they learn that I'm a morning person, or I should say, as they describe me as a morning person, that they're like, there's no way. Right. You know, but here's one, one, one quality and one choice that, that across the globe, people who have great success wake up earlier. Now people would often tell me and they'll say, well, that's just too hard. It's hard to wake up early. It's hard to get up at 5 a.m. or 5.30 or 6 a.m. It's harder still to go to bed at a decent hour. Right. But it's also hard to hit the snooze button over and over again, to sleep in, because then you spend the rest of your day feeling unfruitful and always behind the the eight ball. Right. And, and so, again, it's all about choosing your heart. And so I like that you said, you know, this idea that we actually, the one is proactive, the one is reactive. In many ways, both are proactive, at least in this example. You know, proactively, I'm going to hit the snooze button. I'm going to sleep in. Right. <laughs> um, the other proactive is I'm going to go to bed at a decent hour, mm. and I'm going to get eight hours. I'm going to wake up early, and I'm going to crush my dreams. Mm. I'm going to go for the thing. I'm going to own those morning hours. And again, we could use so many different examples. But if we're honest with ourselves, everything, I agree with head coach Monty Williams, that everything that we really want in life the fantastic relationships, the amazing parent-child friendships, the the successful careers, the physical uh, health and, and, and vibrancy that we all want at 70, 80, and 90 years old, though we're not guaranteed it, right? Like those are all things that are extremely hard, but we can choose them. And why would we not choose them? Because we want to take the path of least resistance. Right. But here's the point. The path of least resistance isn't a path to easy. It isn't a path 
to more comfort. Mm-hmm. It's a path to even harder. Yeah. More pain and less comfort. In fact, discomfort in the long run, maybe not in the moment, mm. right? That Netflix binge, <laughs> 24 episodes in one day, right? Oh, we've all done it, right? Yeah, why are you looking it. at me so closely? <laughs> it's almost like you knew what I was doing. No, That's no. crazy. Well, and you just, it feels so good in the moment. And then right. that day after you're like, blah. Totally. Yeah, Because totally. it was, it felt easy, but it ended up being a hard thing that we chose. And if I could quote the very first thing, honestly, that I remember you saying, um, you know, because we've been family friends for years, but one of the first little tidbits that I ever took from you before I even had business cards, coach, (laughs) was if you are coasting, you are going backwards, you know, and that is, I I think, again, you just outlined that beautifully. And I think it's just so true. And, you know, as I listen to you, I, I am, I can't help but reflect on all of the things that I'm being reactive about instead of proactive about. And I, I can even see myself here in this conversation, just being like a little bit, overwhelmed. Wow. I have so many things to be proactive about and I don't even know where to start. Maybe that's what you're thinking. And if you're listening right now, I like, I just don't like, where do I begin? What dimension do I start being proactive in? And, and, and sometimes that can almost paralyze you, right? Oh wow. Just reflecting on how much reactivity is going on in your life. But, you know, I just want to say, you know, as we're having this conversation that it is really, really, okay to start with very small things that don't really feel like it's like changing your life drastically there in the moment. Okay. Well, you know, there's this, there's this kind of almost cliche now piece of advice that goes around that says you need to make your bed every morning. It seems so disconnected with the reality of what's actually going on in the difficulties in your daily life. Right. Right. I, I am financially destitute. Why am I making my bed? Like, where is the connection there? And and what I just want to say is there is a connection there Mm -hmm. because you can never, ever expect yourself, nor should you expect yourself to be making proactive choices about monumental things going on in your life when you're only making reactive choices you know, gestures at very, very small situations that undergo in everyday life, right? Taking the laundry out of the dryer, (laughs) you know, making your bed every morning, allowing your room, which is really a reflection of your state of mind, right? Being orderly, you know, and, and those small things, those baby steps, so to speak, are critical. And then achieving proactivity in those larger issues that are, that are really truly the things that are burdening you globally and causing anxiety and and grief and sadness and stuff like that. Well, and I appreciate you saying that. Thanks for tempering my passion. And you even said you were concerned (laughs) when we went into this conversation. You're like, Michael, you are wound up. Oh, you were in in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just so, and again, I don't want to belabor the point because I want this to be a bite-sized podcast that, that is for the shortest of commutes. Right. Right. And, And I feel like we've made our point, but also just as we close out, I just want to be able to also lean in with an empathetic kind of posture toward those who are listening in, because I'm sure um, that for some people who are going through excruciating pain, that are going through really challenging times. I mean, you use the word destitute, and um, there are probably those who are even listening in that are facing intense terminal illness. Mm. What I don't want to do in this conversation is to to kind of diminish the significance of your pain uh, or even just kind of like gloss over the fact that life might be really, really hard. 
because there might be a really, really, really hard thing that you're facing right now that you didn't choose. And Mm -hmm. that is coming out of nowhere. That is truly a circumstance and not a choice. And so that withstanding, uh, and, and, I just want to acknowledge that we're sorry about that. Right. I think you and I would both say that, but for the listeners who have created their own heart Mm. that are wondering why life is beating them up and why they're not getting a break, I guess I would just encourage them to look in the mirror and say, now how have I contributed maybe to the hard that I'm facing? And is there a different kind of heart? that I can choose that would actually get me out of this particular hard situation, move me into another hard situation, but in the long run creates a fantastic future. And most importantly, a better you. Yeah. Russell, what a amazing conversation. Thanks for humoring me today. And, and you, you came <laughs> into the studio and you're like, what am I getting myself into? Oh, absolutely. But this might be one of the most significant conversations we've ever had on three words. Podcast. I really couldn't agree more. Yeah. I think this is, this so, is great. So thanks for being a part of course. I wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for listening into this particular episode of Three Words Podcast, Choose Your Heart. I'm not sure if you realize, but every single month we send out a free newsletter to those who share their email address with us. You can go to dmbcoaching.com slash subscribe, and we will send to you free content, no strings attached, that will go deeper into all of these various conversations we're having here as a part of our Three Words Podcast conversations. That said, I hope you had a fantastic time with us and we'll see you again in a couple of weeks.